Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. We're on. Great. Great. We're on. 
Oh my god. Laura. <laughs> it's our last episode. <laughs> It's our last episode. Oh my god, it's our last episode. <laughs> I was just <laughs> <laughs> I was just doing a like before we post record, I was like I was just doing like a end of the day voice. <laughs> it's a total end like, of the Who day do you voice. Sound like? And I was like, I don't know. Someone on TV and then you were like, Maybe and then I was like from VPR and then you were like Sheena. It's Sheena. When in doubt, the answer is Sheena. (laughs) And I realized how much I truly miss having Sheena in my day-to-day existence. I know. Because when VPR is off, yeah, Sheena's no longer in my life. Like, she is, the I think, the one person I just, like, don't follow anything she does ever. Aside from just random shit that I see on Daily Mail. But, like... She just like is it's not on my radar. It's weird because she really just she just is not she, in my radar world. I mean, I think she and Dowdy like kind of are like the torchbearers of the VPR dynasty. I think they're they like are. the spirit of the show that we love is sort of living through Sheena and Kristen. It's best summed Still. up as a Dodie Shay. Vibe. Yeah. yeah, because I feel like all of them have like tried. I, they're the least like aw- they're the least careful about their persona. They're living out loud twenty four seven. They really are, and they're like they're not as. I mean, we've talked about this, but they're just they're not as manicured or. I mean, they look. You know what I mean? Like they're not as uh, PR conscious as the other as the other ones have become. Yeah. Which is, Best. it's so weird to watch them all kind of, like, be on the straight and narrow, in mm-hmm. quotes. You know, like, they're really, like, cleaning up their acts and stuff. And they're they're sort of reaching that level of, like, Real Housewives, who, like, OG Real Housewives, who are controlling the show. And, like, everything is, you can tell that they're sort of approving narratives and plot lines. Yeah, but it's also, like... They've never had power on the show, and I feel like yeah, they will they really continue. Haven't. They will continue to not have power because I truly believe that new people will be cycled in to replace like the vibes that were once there from like desperate Vanderpump Rules characters. And so now, like to see them, gra- to see the ones who are like grasping at a sense of control, like. Jack's doing comedy on his Instagram stories. I know. Is truly, it's really bad. It's bad. You you told me about this last year one time when we were podcasting that that he was doing that and I was I I was I just couldn't <laughs> believe it. And, and now it's, it's still, like real. <laughs> it's still happening. He is fully trying to do like front facing camera Instagram comedy. And it's Oh god. But like all of his comedy bits are things that like don't matter. Like or things that people I don't it's just all bad. It's like the traffic is I so feel like, bad. Like, yeah. It's, it's I hot. feel like he tweets about uh, it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> he's like god that's hot the outside, joke huh he's like god and then i sweat and i like go everywhere and i sweat it's crazy Ew. and it's just like jack like who's watching that being like <laughs> some people some people really are engaging with that content in like a positive way i mean bless them if it makes a con- like a great 
positive impact on their life. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Front facing videos. Front facing videos is like a very certain, like you can do that. You're hilarious. I know. I, I had, I I, I had a moment a few weeks ago where I, I had a moment a few weeks ago where I like quietly asked you, I was like, (laughs) Oh my God, am I a front facing video person? And you were like, no. And I was like, are you sure? I'm still, I don't believe I've asked several people now and they've all been, they've all gone. No, no, you're Which isn't a, it's not a bad thing. No, it's a it's a vibe. And I've God knows I've done a lot of front facing, but even I I think Jack's Jax's front facing made me reevaluate my front facing and then I deleted all my like gift no, your front my all iconic. my wish list front facing like story highlights i no, just I like deleted those. them one day because I was just like I can't be front facing. But like okay, front but you facing also is gave freeing. us one of the but you also gave us one of the greatest videos ever, so you're like forever allowed to do any kind of video. Am I? Because that sometimes I feel like that privilege has been revoked. Well, I feel like it's become a. It's become such a thing that now it's like on Twitter. Yeah, like I don't like, want any quick pop, edits. My no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever done like a quick edit video. No. Like front facing video. You like to I do, perform not... a scene and I love that. Oh God, no. It's, it's I mean, a... it's literally just me talking in a car to myself. It's, it's sad, but people, but it's the best. I'm not, I don't, but I'm not, I, <laughs> I can kind of do an eye, an eye movie, but some people are just so good at like, they just go that. And I'm just like, I watch it. I'm like, Oh my God. How do they do How? it? How? I don't, I don't know. But yeah, Jax, Jax needs to stop. Jax's version of that, though, is like... It's Him like, being like, aren't women annoying in public? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, like, <laughs> he's like, women are women on the are road. They're driving. They're, they suck at it. Am yeah, I right? They suck at driving and they're loud in public. <laughs> it's like He's like, okay, if you don't cool. have double Ds, don't talk to me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> If you don't have double G's, don't talk to me. His timing is just like so off. I wish that that was because that brand of comedy, like with Jax, I could weirdly get on board with because it would just be like so wrong. It would be right. But his (laughs) are just like his are just like lukewarm, like observational Uh comedy. Like it's like Seinfeld, Uh but like through Jax. Do you think he'll do like a stand up show? I pray. I would actually like Netflix should give him a half hour. <laughs> they should just give him one half hour special. They wouldn't sure. like it would cost no money. Tons of people would show up like are, he could sell out a venue in L.A. and New York to film a half hour of stand up for sure. I mean, he should go. He should do like a four city tour. Can you imagine him on like a bus? Yes. That, I think he like, was like born to be like Dane Cook, but like lame Cook, like the worst takes ever. Yeah. But like it's kind of almost now. I'm like, is he a genius? Like, is he the funniest guy? No, he's not. Is it? Ca- is it like? Is it can? Is it like so beyond? No, it's 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 neither not even, that nor good. I know that's the it's, that's the worst <laughs> part about it is that it can't even be camp. It's kind of like it just all his comedy reminds me of like. The boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. <laughs> 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 
I know. Push back in time. It's like the movie Old Dogs. It's just like a bunch of like it's so guys old riding dogs. the tail. Leif <laughs> probably loves Old Dogs. I'll bet if you ask him yeah. top 10 movies, Old Dogs makes the top 10. For sure. One hundo. Wasn't there a movie like, like, about, it was like Freeman, I think Michael Douglas, and they were going to Vegas, and like one of them was like dying, and there was like their bucket yeah. or something. Do you remember that? Yeah. Was it, it was called, called Las Last Vegas. Vegas. Last Vegas. Last Vegas. And do you know why I know that? It's because I saw it in theaters. <laughs> no, <you laughs> I did, and that was truly that ended my love for cinema that movie specifically because wow. i said i used to have like policy that i would see anything i would go see like four movies a week i was just like a movie slut and then mm-hmm. i went with my best friend christine and was like let's hit up las vegas we gotta do it and then i was like you have to be wow. more, you have to be pickier about the movies you see in theaters and i significantly like dropped off my movie going after that Damn, it made $134 million. People love... Wow, and fucking Mary Steenburgen, like, God bless her. She's in all these movies as, like, the estranged (laughs) wife or, like, the wife. She knows exactly what role to take to just, like, keep the paycheck rolling in. Yeah. I love her I mean, obviously, she was in Book Club, which was amazing. But, like, I feel like there's, like, a few movies. Yeah. But I feel like there were a few movies of this caliber where, like, Mary Steenburgen's just there and you're like give her more yeah she her She's always so like every movie someone writes a role where she literally utters the line like you guys and then like yeah. walks away She's so beautiful she's stunning and also she aren't and Dan- she and ted, ted danson power couple oh yeah and they're like best friends with hillary clinton and okay, bill that's, that's dark-sided i don't trust them. yeah do you but, know she like, was married to malcolm else. mcdowell what for 10 years yeah her son is charlie mcdowell that director oh wow um but yeah can you imagine that's she's like she's she's cool she's an acting queen she's an oscar mm-hmm. she is an oscar anyway for what? yeah for uh melvin and howard I, Best supporting i don't actress. know her <laughs> I don't either. Oh my god, book club was so wild. We should do a whole podcast about book club. We actually should do a podcast about book club because that was one of the best movies of last year. Yeah. And they're doing a book club too. I know. I went uh, with the writers from Heather's when we like just went after work one day and people were like applauding in the theater. Like, we were all, like, clapping, and it was so fun. I was screeching. And also, yeah. Andy Garcia is so hot. Like, I know real. He is like, on my top five fuck list now. After yeah, that he movie. was really, really fucking hot in that movie. And, like, literally, like, plow me on your pool deck in Scottsdale. <laughs> Please. I never wanted to move to Arizona, but now I'm ready. Like, just looking out at the Red Rock Canyon. And also, like, Diane Keaton, her daughters were Elisa Silverstone, and I forget who else. And they were, they were like, <laughs> they were, they like were gaslighting. Their they parents. were emotionally yeah. and verbally 
and psychologically abusing her. She's like, I'm fine. They're They're like, mom, you shouldn't go down the stairs. What are you thinking? And they like, keep trying to like put her, like kill her. And she's like, I'm literally like fine. Are you guys okay? And they're like, mom, stop. You're going to have a heart attack. They're like Munchausening her. Yeah. That was 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 bizarre. I was like, I wanted to talk about that more. Cause I was like, I feel like people aren't talking about enough. This like (laughs) elder abuse. (laughs) They were totally it was full elder abuse. But Diane was going were, with it. She was like, "There's nothing I can do. Was. I guess I just have to like move." It's like, no, you literally no, but like. Then Andy Andy Garcia swept her into a helicopter, flew her out to his like stucco <laughs> villa, and like the, overlooking a valley in the desert. Literally, and, like, he lives in the middle of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally was like, "I want this." I wanted that. I think everyone, that, like, can that be my fate, please? Yeah, he's he's beautiful. He's always been so hot. Remember the movie when a man loves a woman with Meg Ryan? Can I tell you a secret? Is honestly, I've never seen that. I have only seen like I think I've watched it with my mom once on TV years ago. But it's so she's like Meg Ryan plays an alcoholic, and he's like in Al Anon. And it's or like has that codependent like trying oh to cover God. up for the alcoholic. It's and, kind of like a recovery movie. A bit. Yeah, and Meg Ryan. It's like it's kind of because yeah, and she's the alcoholic, and he's trying to hold his family together. And and her their daughter is that Tina Margarino. Remember her from Andre and Waterworld. Oh yeah! Oh my God! And um, what other it's movie good. was she in with Whoopi Goldberg? Oh, uh, Karina, Karina. Oh, wait. No, was that her? I don't think that was her. That was like another child. No, it was her. It was? Yeah, Karina, Karina with Whoopi, Ray Liotta, and Tina Margarino. Oh, my God. Yeah. They blow the stop sign to make it green, remember? Mm Mm-hmm. They go, (sighs) Ray Liotta was hot, too. Yeah, Ray Liotta was hot. I was thinking of Curly Sue. That's who I was getting mixed up with. Oh, yeah. Okay, wait. Would you... (laughs) Curly Sue also was like, I see her face being like, hmm, at me from like the cover of that movie. Yeah. No. Do you remember Andre, that bizarre movie where they like adopt a seal? Yes. Why don't we get movies like like, that anymore? No one is trying to go out on a limb. There's no creativity in Hollywood anymore. Because birds and bees are dying, I guess. I don't know. I guess also <laughs> it's like animal abuse to like force a seal to be I in know. a movie. <laughs> but that movie was that movie has traumatized me because there's a part at the end where she goes on like a little dinghy and like gets swept out to sea and they're in the middle of a storm and she has like galoshes on and she's screaming and Andre's just like steering her through the waves and it oh, just I, love I remember that. it destroyed me. <laughs> but did he save her? Oh yeah, they they get they get they get saved, but like Andre is, stays with her through the whole thing, and it's really <laughs> sweet. That is sweet. And Andre, it takes place in like the six. It's like he, it's so weird. The seal like comes into their house. People love making they back in like the nineties. They loved making movies that take place in like the sixties with like a animal comedy. Yeah, yeah. What was that? Like, I feel like now and then, yeah, Wishbone, a classic. Or My Dog Skip. My Dog Skip, another classic. Oh, and what was that? Frankenweenie, the Tim Burton movie. Oh, yeah. That was weird. 
Yeah, the 90s were weird with, like, nostalgia for the 60s because it was all the boomers were, like... Yeah, and, like, Pleasantville happened in the 90s. I was into Pleasantville. Yeah, I mean, I love it, too. Major. Uh, Speaking of Reese Witherspoon, okay, so one thing I want to talk about before we get into the ghouls is... So there's, like, there was all this hubbub over the weekend because Ellen (laughs) hubbub. All a real hubbub. hubbub it's a hubbub with carrie Vegas. o'donnell what's the hubbub today with carrie o'donnell the hubbub <laughs> tell it's me the, the hubbub, hubbub of the weekend like, that's so like las vegas that's it's so really las dogs. vegas it's a, you're yeah. we've gone to full old dogs i would i oh, hope God. that we target some boomers i would love to get i know there's a few boomer listeners shout out to monica mm-hmm. My queen. Hey, Monica. Hey, Monica. Queen. So I know I have one boomer listener, but I would love to have more, even though I don't believe that they should be allowed to vote. Yeah, me neither. I hope that they can forgive me for that and agree that they just shouldn't vote anymore past the age of 65, but then get on board with like everything else that I'm doing. I hope like my nephew and the babies of the world can forgive them for (laughs) (laughs) the stormy future. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, well, Ellen DeGeneres was, fo- was photographed, uh, at the Dallas Cowboys this weekend in, in the owner's box sitting next to George W. Bush and Laura Bush and Portia was on Ellen's, you know, on the other side of Ellen. Yeah. And they looked like they were like chumming it up and mm-hmm. people were just so lit about it on social media. I, it's and, so funny that you bring this up because I was, as we're doing this podcast, I was just getting texted by my best friend who was like Reese with the stupidest take. And I was like, wait, what is this? Because I've been on a total digital right. detox. So I have no well, idea about anything that's oh. happening. And so she just filled me in with like a whole paragraph of text messages, right as you were saying it. Good. So up to speed. Christine. Yeah. God bless Christine. Well, God bless. No. Yeah, so Ellen, so immediately there was people, everyone on Twitter was, like, making fun of them. They were, like, trolling Ellen. There were, you know, it was, basically it was just some, like, rich people fuckery. And, like, rich people and famous people don't, they don't live on the same planet as us. And they just, like, are like, what? What's the big deal? You know? And pay no mind to Ellen that she was sitting next to, like, a war criminal. But he's been on her show a bunch. Like, she's called him on the the air when one of her daughters, the twins were on. So Ellen has, you know, obviously a friendship with him and she didn't say anything yesterday. And then today she came out and did like one of those, like, here's the thing kind of, you know, statements on her Mm -hmm. show. And, you know, she basically was like, George W. Bush is a friend of mine. I have lots of friends who I don't agree with politically, but I still see them as people and we find common ground. And, you know, she was like, just be kind to everyone. You know, that's my biggest thing. My plea to everyone is. Let's just let's just show kindness to people, regardless of backgrounds, political beliefs. She's like, I feel like America has forgotten that differences make, you know, make for the better in terms of like ideologies and stuff. And I was like, I don't know. I was wondering what you were think what you think of that. I mean, I'm just learning about it now, and I think a few things. <laughs> Was this? <laughs> so, did I catch you off guard? You've caught me off guard with the hubbub of I the forgot, weekend, but I'm ready I know, to weigh I forgot, in. I forgot. In in just a few hours, I, I you know, it's so things funny. Have changed like, with on the internet. I know, but like truly, within like it's been 
since Saturday. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, like three full days. But I was sure that like some bullshit would go down and be glad to like not be necessarily like wrapped up in it in the moment or like just emotionally invested from even like a passerby standpoint. But like, yeah, I feel like rich people operate. I agree with you. They operate on a fully different scale than like regular working class, if you will, people. Right. And so, and it's kind of like after a certain point of wealth, like it doesn't, I don't think it matters like what, who you vote for or like what you stand for because you're all just unified and wanting to get richer. Right. Mm -hmm. Like your biggest interest. For sure. We're all wealthy. Who cares? Like, let's get as rich as possible. So yeah, it, and like, yeah. it doesn't really matter. Sorry. Like, you're like, oh, whatever. Like, I've had to do crazy things to get where I am today. So like, you've all like been through the ringer, but like, you've gotten through it, and that you're still rich and powerful, and that's like the most important thing. So you kind of like find common ground in things that like normal people would be like oh but you're a war criminal and like well it's like i don't think that she thinks of it that way i think it's just like god we've been no i agree so like they're operating on that playing field which is like who like can't relate sorry but yeah no i agree with you i think i think like i wasn't to be very honest like i wasn't shocked by it and like it didn't i mean I, i i kind of like i had some fun like just making fun of like I, I tweeted, like Ellen claps back at Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I mean, I, 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 I find it funny in like an absurd way because it's like, of course, Ellen is like you know friends with George W. Bush. But like, I think people were just like shocked by it, and I was like, guys, why are you shocked at Ellen DeGeneres being friends with? george w bush like of course like, of course she is yeah she's like the wealthiest and maybe most power one of the most powerful queer people on the planet like probably the most powerful gay person on the planet yeah there of course other you've than met, like you've met like every other powerful person in your stratosphere and like so, and then you've chosen which ones you want to be friends with and probably george bush is like fun to be friends with as opposed to like someone like donald trump which is not that fun to be friends with yeah i don't think i think no, you're, and- when you're ranking people on like a social level you're just not taking it anything else into it did that and For that's sure. not to excuse anything i'm just like no that's like a whole different universe than like day-to-day human no, beings I- and I understand why For people sure. get I, mad because she positions herself as like this. She positions liberal. herself in a way that like, I think is very disingenuous to the kind of person that she actually is. Because from For what sure. I've heard, she's like yeah. not the best boss. Yeah. I, I mean, she's <laughs> and clearly like, not like nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> she spooks people. Like she scares people. That's like her, like, that's her gag. She's so, on a continual I, I power trip. Someone that literally yeah. who like their main thing is scaring people to death on camera is like their power. They're on like a power trip that you can probably assume extends into just their day to day business dealings and like the what happens to like people that work for them. 
for sure. And I was just kind of like, I mean, I, I look, I get it. George Bush was like, you know, I, I don't know how much he's progressed, but he's evangelical. He hates LGBT people or he, he doesn't hate them, but he actively worked, tried to like work against them during his terms. Uh, he represented a, a group of America that, you know, a part of America that doesn't, isn't very tolerant to, you know, Muslim Americans and like, he it was right after so like we i don't need to like list all the things but yeah. obviously people were upset that ellen a gay person was friends with them but it's like i was just kind of like i don't give a shit because it's like i don't i'm not surprised by ellen being friends with like a questionable person yeah and, and i was I just kind it- of like everyone i mean i had fun like trolling it a little but like everyone people some people were like sincerely like how could you do this and i was like okay like she's Whoa, what's happening outside? What is happening outside? Just loud men. Oh my god. Talking about cars. Classic man conversation. I don't know. Like I her whole thing is like be kind. Just be nice to everyone. And it's like, no, Ellen, you don't have to be nice to everyone. Like, because not everyone because, you know, I just saw someone, a comedian on Twitter being like, not because not everyone thinks gay people are human, you know? Yeah. So I think (laughs) I think in that regard, it's that's a little. It's like easy for you to say, Ellen. You know, be nice to everyone. Yeah, and be tolerant of everyone. And it's like, no, that's just not how the world works. And I think that that is very disingenuous, as you said. And I, I so, but I also was kind of, kind of Tony. like, why is everyone surprised at this? Yeah, I think once I think. Probably Wait, Jesus Christ. You hear this? No. Readers, Laura, Tony Lambert. just Tony barked on my end. So I was just like trying to control him. He's getting and you hear like But then the are men heteros just, like, talking about street. hot rods on these streets. <laughs> In West like, this Hollywood. This is West Hollywood. Get Stop out of it. here. Get out. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Get out. Get out, please. But I went outside and went, get out. Do it. This isn't for you. This isn't for you. This isn't your town. Leave. Stop talking about cars. Please, I don't care about cars. Speaking of old dogs. <laughs> speaking of Las Vegas. It's a total old dogs move. For sure. But anyway, I so Reese Witherspoon tweeted, like, great message, Alan. Like, we could all use a little more. I was like, shut. And then I was like, okay, Reese, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, yeah. I, just all these, like, super rich people who have, like, hundreds of millions of dollars being like, let's be kind to everyone on either. Like, let's bridge the gap, you know, reach over the aisle. It's kind of like. Mm, Easy for you to say. Stop talking. Yeah. You know, how I about mean, like, just don't say anything? Don't you think that you stop having, like, any sort of, like. Tony, please. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Don't People think- in that position shouldn't be allowed to vote. <laughs> right? Like, but don't you stop don't you think that no matter if you are super rich, you don't have an identity, like you can't be oppressed anymore i mean is that narrow-minded of me to think i just feel like if you no, have a ton I, of money you uh, uh, no matter what you are like what race what how you identify like you are no longer able to kind of be oppressed because money gets you out of any problem 
I think what you can do with that money and, and Ellen obviously has like given a lot of money. Like there are people who have tons of money who use it, you know, to fight oppression that they don't have to endure no anymore or like that they had endured before on their way up to being rich. You know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. I think people can do good things with their, if they have enormous wealth. Yeah. But it just, uh, yeah. I mean, it won't change the like, past just, what you've been through, but like, no, for from sure. The moment that you, you can, are, super wealthy and privileged you then you create your own yeah you don't have any more for sure no one's gonna troll you you are the troll yeah exactly and i was just kind of no yeah and i i think ellen i was almost like why did you even say anything because i I just feel like what she said was like corny it's lame and like it's also not true like christine sent me a tweet from kyle buchanan where he was like maybe she could start with the people who work for her show which is oh my god lol because everything i've ever heard from anyone talking about ellen ever is that she is the worst boss of all time like truly yeah like not a great person to work for that's been i think everyone has heard rumblings has been a persistent rumor like i'm not even like perpetuating anything it's like everyone has if you are an industry person quote unquote and you've talked about ellen quote unquote you can agree that you've heard the same we've all we all know ellen's deal is so like yeah it's, it's just, just like it's it's, it's it's rich coming from her, no pun intended. It is yeah. rich, yeah. <laughs> real rich, Ellen. But I was just kind of like, I just everyone being, I was like, guys, let's just accept that like famous people suck. Yeah, they're like, all gonna have each other's back. They have no perspective on anything. Yeah, and like stop like, idolizing them and some... thinking that they're like the end all be all. Obviously, there are some some real ones, and there are ones who are like very vocal. But like a lot of them are full of shit, and just like are just rich, and they're just friends with other rich people. And it's a, it's not even about politics; it's just about money and power. Yeah. And when you have money and power, you're friends with other people who have money and power. And like mm-hmm. Ellen, but own up to it. And Ellen could have just been like, literally, I'm rich. Like, what do you expect? I'm and rich I would have been like, funny. that's real. Yeah, but he makes me laugh. If even if she was like, he makes me laugh, and like he's silly, he's silly. (laughs) He, I get it. I mean, (laughs) killed millions of people, but like or hundreds of thousands of people. You know what I mean? But it's fun to be around. just, Just the going on air and like being like. I want to address something and just being like, don't address, just say we're both rich, rich people hang out with each other. And I have no other excuse. Yeah. Or don't, I would have been like, that's real. Or just don't fucking say anything. Don't say anything and don't apologize. I feel like she didn't apologize. Yeah. (laughs) She, and then she, she posted a tweet that was like, a lot of people were tweeting things because when people are angry and they don't know what else to do, they tweet. And I was like, okay, cool. Like the, the, the plebs, right, <laughs> yeah, Ellen? Okay. And then she wrote, she she pulled up a tweet on the big screen and was like, but I like this tweet. And it said, seeing Ellen and George Bush together gives me faith in America again. And then everyone in the crowd started cheering. Oh my and I was God. like, okay. You're literally, it's a video, propaganda film. It is. It was <laughs> that like, is true okay, Lenny, propaganda. Install, like, what the fuck? Thanks, Aunt Lydia. Like, yeah, what fucking Handmaid's Tale hell is that? And then 
And then the video is tagged like this. Something, something will give you faith in America again. Like this photo of Ellen and George Bush will give you faith in America again. That's the title of the video she posted. And I was just like, okay, now you've taken it too far. Yeah. Like if that gives you faith in America, your right to vote should be taken away. When I saw that, I thought, wow, this is just. This is classic and exactly how (laughs) things are. (laughs) It didn't give me faith. It didn't. It didn't make me despair. I just was like, wow, those are just rich, famous people who don't care and are yeah. just like, whatever. Like, that's what I saw when I saw the photo. As a gay as a gay person, I was like, I wasn't like, how dare she? Like, I just don't expect anything. Like, is that bad? Like, I was no. kind of like, obviously, it's fucked up that she like, he did some fucked up things to legislate against, you know, queer people in the past. But like, I was just kind of like not shocked like, yeah but also those rules probably never <laughs> applied to ellen so who like why should she get so I mad know. about it <laughs> like i mean she look, ellen, has enough like she's been through i watched her letterman thing like i didn't realize that she had been through the kind of like abuse and stuff sure. that she had been through which gave me a whole new appreciation for her and like me too and i was truly was, like, like wow totally... i really i was kind of like don't like you slash ambivalent and then it made me really like you and appreciate your journey but that doesn't mm-hmm. discount the fact that you're just like a fucking really wealthy, powerful person. Like, okay. And she also like she was blacklisted for coming out. Like she didn't think she was oh, going to work yeah. again. Like obviously mm-hmm. Hollywood, she's now like one of its golden tickets. But for a while, she was its biggest pariah. And like I, I respect her for hanging in there. And I respect the other famous people at the time, like Laura Dern and Oprah, who appeared on that episode where she came out and like risked their own. You know what I mean? Like there were yeah. lots of people and I, and I think it's Ellen is, you know, she's, that was punk at the time and it, I, I won't ever discredit her for that, but I don't know when I just saw that, maybe I'm just so jaded by everything and what's happening. It's like, really like the pre- president's refusing to give any more info to, to for the impeachment inquiry inquiry and is like probably going to like, hold himself up in the white house you know like there's shit hitting the fan yeah and i'm like that is pretty much what you should be concerned about and then also like i mean that i flag that because i while i am on a digital detox not too bad yeah i'm sorry to spoiler no i'm fine (laughs) this is happening this is like a fully organic spoiler because i literally these texts came in one by one with screenshots of all tweets that i could reference as soon as we started this podcast so i didn't even have to go check yeah it was true god and like but i am still reading new york times so i was aware of the presidential uh (laughs) blockage if you will which was just like okay what did you think he was gonna do like yeah yeah that's that's the thing it's like it's like either with trump or ellen like it's like what do you think these people are gonna do i'm sorry if you really believe like if you're shocked and appalled at ellen's behavior (laughs) you actually need to like check yourself into a (laughs) clinic to like understand how the fucking world works if that threw you off your full game you gotta get it get it together babe and like if you're truly just like oh my fucking god at trump it's like where have you been like 
You also, cannot... <laughs> like, exactly. And, like, everyone in her crowd, like, when they showed George Bush, everyone, all the, they were all like, woo! Like, they're all clearly Yeah, Republican. they love it. You love to see it. <laughs> it's a full you love to see it moment. Ellen's crowd For loves sure. to see it. She's like, here's they a tweet I liked. George- and then everyone goes, woo! <laughs> you see Carrie and I and the audience going, woo! No, you'd have to pay me a lot of money to woo for that. But we'll woo. I'll woo I'll it woo up, you know, for like, a price. Yeah. We'll woo somewhere. Yeah, I'll we, woo for a price. We'll woo for a price. If you see us wooing, people have paid us 50K a pop to woo. I just, I just want, like, I just, <laughs> all these, like, <laughs> All these like white women in the in the crowd of Ellen, these Woo! like white Republican women. Woo! Woo! <laughs> we love George. Also, just like white Democrat Woo! women being like, "Woo! He's I silly. love, love, love. Woo! Yeah, love. Like, Kindness, yeah. am I right? Let's- Woo! Like a bunch of a, a bunch of like <laughs> kindness counts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Ellen fans. Oh my god. I'm just crying at like the horror. Like, Ellen just puts anything up on the on the screen and everyone's like, Woo! <laughs> it's like the shining twins murdered in an alley and then people are like, Woo! Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> like a tweet that just says like your like your your ancestors are ashamed of you and your and your descendants will frown upon you for all of eternity and everyone's like Woo! yeah it's a tweet that's just like like someone just like tapping <laughs> random keys on the keyboard <laughs> It's just Ellen on on the screen, just going, (laughs) (laughs) just like being rabbit, crawling on all (laughs) fours, like like making faces, and everyone's like, woo, woo, just Ellen like scaring someone, like going, ah, like popping out from the backseat of a car, and like the car driving off a bridge, (laughs) and her ejecting right in time, like flying out, and like (laughs) a full parachute while the car smashes into flames. Everyone's like, woo! 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 I love it. God, I remember when I when I admitted to you that sometimes I watch Ellen videos to soothe. You love Ellen. You're an Ellen fan. You know, you know that she keeps it real. You love Ellen, but you don't 10, expect 000. too much out of her. That's how it should be. I want to get. I want to get ten thousand dollars from Ellen for being gay. <laughs> get the te- get that ten k. I want to get paid to be a wooer in the audience. Woo! I want to. I want to say. I want to go on and, and say I've come out to my parents and get. Remember when those twins went on and they got ten thousand dollars for coming out to their dad on the phone? They did. Just on the phone. Do you remember the Rhodes twins who are now like on Ryan Murphy shows? Uh, no, I'm. I don't know them. Oh my god! Okay, so these like twink twins that were like YouTubers, they came out. They're identical gay twins, but they came out to their dad on the phone together. Love and they, that. I, the video is "I'm gay and Austin is too." Uh, and the, that's also and the dad like was fetish. Like, okay. That's like playing into some yeah. internet fetish. I know, but the the dad was like, "Okay, like I love both of you," and they were just <laughs> crying and. And I mean, it was like, it was real, but like I was, and then they went on Ellen and she gave them both $10,000. 
That's and amazing. I was like, okay, can you cool. can you give that money to like people who actually? <laughs> I know. Also, they don't need that. They're just like two no. white gays. <laughs> twins they're gonna make that money back and like they can make it working in a month exactly i know she's like you really need this you need this you know what i'm looking at you guys and i think that you need this i really think that you need this ten thousand dollars i go woo, and then me and you're in the car go Woo! Here's a picture of here's a really scary <laughs> painting by George W. Bush Woo! of his dreams being haunted haunted by the Iraq War and and Afghanistan. Woo! Woo! Yeah, I just bought a George Bush painting. Woo! Have you seen his paintings? Yeah, they're kind of good. There's one of him like in the shower, and he's looking at himself in the mirror, and he's naked, and it's like mm-hmm. very vulnerable. I'm into it. But he's also a war, a war criminal, so. I mean, totally. But also, I'll bet he's fun yeah. to hang out with. Yeah. I'm just saying. He woos. He woos. He gets it. He like, woos. I feel like he would listen to this podcast and laugh. He would. He'd be like, I don't really know what they're talking about, but. He'd engage woo! positively with the content. Woo! Woo, you say? Woo! <laughs> woo, <you> say? <laughs> Woo? <laughs> that what you say? Woo! Laura Bush. <laughs> Laura? So boring, but she would go, oh, that's fun. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's nice. Boring, but a good Bob. A solid Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Barbara Bush. Old. Barbara Bush dead. Helped. Isn't she dead? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. But she... Rip. Barbara Bush, she, she definitely... Uh, she went and visited people with AIDS when people weren't... She was cool. Yeah, she Low gets key. it. Nancy Reagan, burn in hell. Fuck yourself. <laughs> Ronald Go fuck Reagan, yourself. Fist yourself. No woos Go for fist you. yourself. No woos. No, don't even fist yourself because that's that's, a, that's too, too good for both of pleasurable, you. Pleasurable, actually. Yeah. Zero so, woos. Die. Just, just the fires of hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking, speaking of. Hell, of Hell. Guys, we're on the last episode Ugh. of Gallery Ghouls. It's sad. This episode, I actually got like, I mean, this episode made me super depressed. Yeah, I forgot that it kind of ends with like no big deal. Like the, it ends with it. There's no closure. But it felt real to how it life was, is. Yeah, it was very like life where you just are like left meandering. No. And, like in the they, ether they didn't do any of the like you know how at the end of housewives they'll do like a little blurb about what's happening to them now i know i was waiting for a blurb and i kept thinking that there was a blurb even though i've watched the show twice and there just wasn't and i was like what yeah it's it's they just kind of fade into the horizon of the of the east river skyline yeah you know the 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 horizon of the east river and the blinking lights of manhattan and brooklyn I feel like the makers of the show were like, you don't need a real blurb. Like, you'll see them around. You know, <laughs> like, they're like, you'll find them on, they'll, you're friends with them, or like, you'll find them on social media. Like, mm-hmm. they weren't worried I was about actually, how they were going to follow up. Right. I was actually, I respected the producers. I thought they took like a very kind of meta 
ending with this. They they just I think they'd been so beaten down by <laughs> darkness this season that they were like, we're gonna give like a really artistic send off to these girls. Yeah, it was a good. It was like a montage that perfectly summed up like what everyone's vibe was on that show. Also, it kind of summed up like what being twenty is like, or in your twenties, mm-hmm. just like this weird, like failure having decade, and not having friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like being friends with people and then being like, may pan out in some ways, but really doesn't pan out in other ways. And that's just how it goes. But what I was, <clears throat> what I was most thrilled about is that our girl Amy actually comes out on top. So Amy got her retribution, which she really deserved after being trolled to hell and back. She did. It was, as we said, you know, it was, we've both said that she kind of reminds us of Valerie Cherish. Mm -hmm. And this was sort of her comeback moment at the end. Like when she gets the Emmy, she's just kind of like, she beats, she beats all of them. She beats all of them and she beats all the odds and then really comes off as like normal and cool. Yeah. Yeah. And like, she like tones everything down. She's like wearing a blazer by the end, which was really unexpected. Like, just like a all black chic outfit with like a blazer and a blowout that was not offensive. Like, she literally got a Valerie Cherish blowout at one point in this episode. And I was like, but then by the end of the episode, the blowout was just like sleek and smooth. The blazer was on and everything was as it should be in this world. I think Amy, time slip Amy finally let go of the fifties and just fully acclimated to the early 2010s. She did. And she was met- just kind of like, <laughs> she was just like, you know what? I'm finally settled. And she, she, she put on a blazer and a black skirt and black tights. She was given the choice <laughs> of go back and like unlearn everything that you've learned thus far living in this new modern era or adapt. That's it. All the women were like, hey, so the time loop has been reversed and all the luncheon girl, all the ladies who lunch who were transported into the 2010s mm-hmm. and they were like, it's been reversed. We're going back to 1958. Aren't you glad? And aren't you glad to get back to the Aren't you glad, kitchen? Amy? Aren't you glad aren't you to get glad back to, get to get the back house to the dress and the stove? And Amy I don't went, know about you, but I'm ready to iron something. And Amy said, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to Amy goes, I I love art. I want to talk about art. I want to talk about art. I love the gallery world. I I, I want to go to Dorian's. I want to, I want to be, I want to see men. I want to mingle. I I, I want to meet people. I I, I want to see the world. I want to, I want to see New York for all of it is for every (laughs) borough that could be. (laughs) There's more boroughs than we even know. And I, I want to see them all. And they're like, but Amy, that means that you'll have to stay here with, these People. uncouth women. Yeah, when you walk on the streets, <clears throat> you'll have to walk alone. You won't have a man to, they, to guide you down, tell you where to go. And then Amy just silently looks at them and then goes, Taxi! <laughs> and she tells herself a cab. <laughs> and they does. go, Amy! And Amy goes, goes, I'm making a choice. I don't know if it's right or if it's wrong, but I'm going to make it. Taxi! And then Taxi! She, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, Taxi. my God. And she gets in the taxi, and you know where that taxi took her? Right to the Bluebell Cafe to meet Maggie for coffee. So we start out with Amy and Maggie getting coffee at Bluebell. And Maggie is, like, 
looks changed in some way. Yeah. And I feel like this is the episode where everyone kind of realizes how awful their friends are. Mm-hmm. And Maggie sort like, of... We've made all the wrong decisions, but now we're going to try like a Hail Mary to make it right, but it still is too late. Except for Amy, who made... Who literally just like went with her gut 24-7. She is. And it panned out. She just... <clears throat> she reacted purely on instinct at all moments. And... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> sorry. No, you're fine. I'm like... The dust from the time slip is just like... <laughs> gotten in my throat so maggie reveals she's leaving eli's uh gallery for good and she reveals to amy that she's had a falling out with liz and you know liz is still mad at her yeah. and amy goes say i got drunk big deal get over it <clears throat> get like, over it liz i love amy she's right and then Maggie says, Amy, I just want to let you know that, like, having gone through this thing with Liz, like, I kind of, I remember you kind of talking about your sordid past with her. And I feel like I owe you, like, kind of a moment of vindication. Yeah, she was like, to be Ryan. Like, you were was, right. Yeah, Ryan always said you were the nicest person in the whole group. And he was right. And I'm sorry. And then Amy sobs. Amy starts to literally cry. Mm-hmm. This is what and she needed Maggie to hear, actually, especially after the time she was, slip. She was waiting for a sign because she, you know, she like decided to just stay in New York in 2012 yeah. and like didn't know if it was this right is my or wrong. sign. And then that was her. She sign. told the cab. She told the cabbie. She was like, I don't know if this is right. If I stay in this time. And he's like, what? He's like, and what? Then, I cannot. I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then she gets out know. and she's like, she looks up at the sky and goes, oh, God, above. If this is the right place, let me know. (laughs) And then Maggie said that shit. And then Amy just like was overcome with emotion. No, I, for real, I think Amy has just been like bullied and her, and like just so weathered down by these like mean people all season that it was was the first like real moment of kindness she got Mm -hmm. from someone. And then Maggie kind of looked like she was about to cry. Yeah, I think Maggie tears up. And then it's like, also, Liz is like a moralistic psycho. Like, she she's, is. she's bad, I think. She's, she's, down. I think she's a, I think she's bad too. I, she's I, bad. I kind of, I went back and forth on her this season where I was like, oh, she's kind of funny. But I think deep down, she's just like, just like mean and angry. Yeah. And I have empathy for what she's been through, but I'm also like, me too. Bitch. Don't hold it against people. Yeah. Use it to learn and grow from that and be, more sympathetic towards people and more and less judgmental yeah more understanding like you you went through this humbling experience like use that as motivation to try to understand people too because someone might be going through something bad too and you don't know yeah you have no idea what other people are going through you should have a little more empathy though because of what you've been through whatever thank god she's on this episode a lot yeah amy goes this means the most to me for the rest of my life to maggie which is true. Oh like, my god! It really did change her entire life. Yeah, because she gets to stay in this time in this mm-hmm. time era more than Maggie will ever um, know. So we go to EOC and Claudia one, finally has all the girls in one place. Oh, one what? thing before Amy is like, she and Maggie are like leaving that restaurant, <clears> and she's like, she goes, let's let's just like hang out and do galleries and talk about art. 
Maggie's like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, are you, are you tied to Murray Hill? Cause I'm thinking of moving soon. Are you thinking of moving? Like Amy's like all in yeah. with the friendship. Amy's like, Amy's like, let's be roommates and mm-hmm. share a bed. Yeah. And talk let's about put our, art. Let's push our beds. Let's push our beds against each other and talk about art all night or have a trundle bed. <laughs> I love that. And Maggie's kind of like in on it. Maggie is swept up in the mania and she's kind of like, yeah. She's like, yeah. That sounds good. I, Honestly, I love Amy going, I love Murray Hill. I love Murray Hill. But are you thinking, I'm thinking about maybe relocating soon. Are you thinking about moving? <laughs> I love it. It would be better for Maggie if she moved in with Amy. Honestly. I know. But far from they Murray Ouija, Hill. Ouija, they do Ouija boards every night. They would. They'd trade like diary entries. Oh my God. Yeah. They could talk about Eli. Yeah, it'd be like, uh, what's that movie? Oh, wait, it'd be like Sissy Spacek and Three Women. Oh, I haven't seen that. It's on my list. It's good. Um, <sighs> Sissy Spacek, Shelley Duvall. It's, it's amazing. Everyone, yeah. I, I watched it recently. I need to, it's been on my list for a long year. time. I need to like watch it. I think it's on Netflix too. Oh, yeah, it's great. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. 
Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Um, um, so we go to EOC and Claudia finally has Chantal and Laura back in one place to go over like dirt is reunited. fledgling business. <laughs> <laughs> and Laura is like explaining all the EOC bills and Claudia is like swaying back and forth and basically like face palming just going, I know, I know. She's like, also smoking so a cig stressed. out the window, which is like, why yeah. are you, again, why are you smoking in the store? <laughs> no. Can you put that stop. out for a second? It's wild. And Laura's basically like, we're going under. And yeah. then all of a sudden you see Chantal walk by the main bay window. <laughs> and she's wearing, she's wearing a huge fur and she brings in a bottle of wine from France. Mm-hmm. And she strolls and we find and, like, out that Chantal... that bottle of wine on the counter and they're like, Lara's like, is that fur from Paris? And she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> we learned that she was, it sounds like she was quarantined by like the government of France and not allowed to fly back to America. <laughs> she got contagion in Paris and then was, according to Chantal, in the hospital, put on like a no-fly list and like had to recover yeah. from whatever horrific illness she endured. So basically, she got hung over and had to get like an IV to get not hung over. <laughs> that's actually... she, she went to get one of those like IV places. Yeah, that's true. She got <clears throat> she got the cure. And then Claudia goes, "So here's our final termination letter from like if we don't pay this bill to Con Edison, like we're done." And then Chantal laughs and she goes, "I don't know why I'm laughing. That's not funny." And I was like, "Oh my god." A true power a true move. Psycho. She just goes. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. I have this like cough. Both stuff. have contagion. I have full con- Chantal contagion. <clears throat> no, I'm, I'm. I'm the same way. Um. Um. Chantal's like, 
I don't know. That's not funny, but I'm laughing. And Claudia's like, yeah, it's not funny. I'm going to probably sublet the store. <laughs> and then Chantal comes back with a Chantal power goes, move I'm of the I'm thinking of moving to Paris, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> That's I literally funny, screamed when she said that. I'm thinking of moving to Paris. Honestly. Honestly, I'm thinking of moving. And then Claudia, her jaw drops when she says that. You can't, like, power She's like, move. I can't. Chantal. Chantal. You can't do it. When you think you've gotten her and you're going to shut her up, you are actually, I would say, in the most trouble of your life because Chantal's going to come out of the woodwork with something so psychotic that it will leave you on the floor. Which is what happened. Mm-hmm. She goes, I'm thinking of moving to Paris, honestly. <laughs> okay. That's like this one time I was... I was <laughs> <laughs> Someone I, I casually dated once when he sent me the text that he didn't want to see me anymore. He said, I have one foot in the door. I have one foot in Mexico City as it is. Uh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> no. I love when someone's That's what like, that, that felt like that. They're already like a country away. <laughs> I'm already, a part of me is in Mexico City already. Mm-hmm. I was like, I have one foot. I was like, okay. <laughs> what do you even say to that you're like okay n- n- I- <laughs> enjoy <laughs> um but yeah claudia is just like I, I don't even know how to respond to that and she just continues to smoke out the window and then laura they, comes they out get in a fight and- laura laura comes out and she's like throwing daggers at this point and she's like maybe if you sold a painting she- we wouldn't be in this mess and then she goes, and then Claudia goes, I'd love to see either of you sell a painting, especially you, Laura. And she, oh, it was I like know. that girl's email. So the reader's rude. email. She pulls a Laura, which especially is... Especially you, Laura. <clears throat> Not okay. And Laura's like, I have to go home. I'm leaving. So they yeah. just, they don't solve anything. They don't no. make any money. Laura sets a really firm boundary that she's just like not going to do whatever they're doing anymore. And she pieces. And then yeah. that's just that. She, she literally shouts, sell a painting! <laughs> right as she's leaving. She puts on her, like, flannel jacket. And you know her and Chantal are cool. Like, they've been allies from the start. Chantal's like, bye, Laura. Oh, for sure. And Laura's like, bye. Sell a painting! And then leaves. Also, weren't they selling their paintings for, like, $7,500? Yeah. That is ridiculous. That's insane. And Chantal's right. At that one point, is... she's like, if Claudia wants to sell these paintings, she needs to be writing press releases, going out every night, meeting people, networking, and like figuring out who the hell is going to buy them. Because like, yeah. they're not like operating at a price point of like the normal end of century consumer. They're like, you don't do any social media. They basically are like, you don't Instagram anything. Like, you don't do shit. You just, like, expect people to stumble in and accidentally buy a $7,500 painting of a sky. Yeah. Like, like a blue what? paint. Or, like, a Paymon statue. Like, no one wants to buy anything in that store. No, they just want to buy some, dresses. like, weird clothes. And then that's it. Yeah. And then Claudia is like, she just like doesn't get it. I'm convinced that Claudia is like kind of the biggest psycho on this, up on this like. Series. Yeah, I kind of agree. Like I don't I, understand. I like have... she bought in. So did she pay to just like rent that space 
for a few months. Yeah, I think I don't know if it was like a forever thing. I think it was like a year or so, like lease or something. Yeah. But and then they were gonna see how well it did, or I guess, but it clearly didn't do. <laughs> it's not not thriving. But they should have just sold clothes. I think I think that's what they should have done. And then once they had enough money, then they started working in art. You know what I mean? Like I think yeah, they just or like pe- find people like Suck Lord that you can sell art for cheap. Not like you can't have yeah. like a crazy disparagement between like the art you sell price wise and like the clothes you're selling. Yeah, that was wild. They it's didn't wild. plan that. I mean, no one, no one, no one gave them doing. any advice. Yeah, it's yeah. really bad. Chantal kind of had it together, like knowledge wise, what she was doing, but but she didn't. She didn't share really. her info. She didn't. Share. <laughs> she didn't share any info, and she was she more had... invested than seeing it fail to laugh at Claudia than like, <laughs> yeah, actually do like be successful. It was an experiment for Chantal. It was like it was actually a great performance art experiment, mm-hmm. and she wanted to see like how fast. A concept like boutique would fail in the Lower East Side, and it's actually a great piece of performance art. And she's she's, she's a genius. an artist. Yeah, I hope that she actually makes like a performance art piece out of this in the next like ten years, and then releases it at like the Whitney Biennale or something. No, like she's that. like she's recording ambient music in Grecian tombs. Yeah, Chantal's on another so she's, level. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we go to Maggie and she's she gets a phone call from that guy, the the one gallery that she interviewed at who like was kind of flirting with her. Yeah, Bernaducci Mizell. And she's like shuffling yeah. around her apartment and she's like, My feet are cold. And then like puts yeah. on a sweatshirt and then gets a call where he's like, Come in for two hours to like work and we'll pay you to just like do a test run and see if we want to hire you. And she's like Okay, thank you so much. Thank you so much. <clears throat> oh my god, amazing. My feet are so cold. It's that literally it's is her. Here. <laughs> She's like a fucking ghost. She is a ghost woman. Her boyfriend comes home, he looks like he's just like had a crack bender and like that resulted <laughs> in like killing a man in an alley. Oh my god. And he's like, hey, he looks like he looks his pure Jersey City energy. And she's like, I just got a job offer for, they're going to pay me for a day. <laughs> Are you happy? And then like crawls on his lap. And I'm like, can you not talk in a baby voice? Yeah. Please stop. Can you, can you help me? And she's like a, she's like a Victorian, sickly Victorian child from mm-hmm. who has like, she has like scarlet fever always. Yeah. They're like, I don't know. She was born with polio. And she's just like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's like the cousin in the secret garden. Mm-hmm. She's just like laid up in okay, bed. Like no one trusts her to walk. Mm-hmm. I'm really cold. Um, so then Claudia and Angela meet up for dinner and Angela is like, I have something really important to tell you. Like something <laughs> that's changed my life forever. And Claudia's like, okay, wow. What? And she goes, I bought a Givenchy bag. It's my first real goes, adult bag. And Claudia goes, you are so shallow. Congratulations, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> I love that too rich coming from Claudia who has like a Balenciaga, like navy blue, I know. Like, like shiny gold hardware. I was like... In this moment, I was kind of like, leave Angela alone. That's She's 
she, she saved hustled up and tips she, and she saved and saved and saved and wanted this. That's kind of cool. And that's when I was like, yeah. Angela gets it and like is on. Claudia, Claudia's like Angela. Angela does something called making money, and that's when you work a job and you make money. Yeah, and you don't you don't lose money. <laughs> Claudia's being a jealous hater in this scene of everyone. She was so jealous. She was yeah. like, wow, this girl is self-made and like she's not depending on her parents and she works like three jobs. And she goes on to like talk shit about Chantal and says that she doesn't believe that Chantal was even sick in Paris. Then she says she wants to see EOC die and burn. She was like, in my heart of hearts, I, I just want it all to fail. Which is basically what Chantal wanted, but like Paymon has finally grasped her soul. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is the moment. Chantal's where she's on one turned. shoulder, and Chantal's on one shoulder, and Paymon is on the other, and they're mm-hmm. just like, "Yes, mm-hmm. you want to see it burn?" They're but yeah, she goes. Basically, I feel like we're getting to a point where, like, I would like literally stab her in the throat with a fork, mm-hmm. and Angela's like, "Uh," <laughs> and then Angela. Angela kind of nails Chantal, though. She goes, I don't think she really wants to make money. I think she wants to just make cult status. Yeah. And, like, be this, like, kind of legend of the Lower East Side. And I was like, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Goal achieved, quite honestly. And then when she said I wanted to burn, I I, I immediately went, Lisa Vanderpump vibes? Total Lisa. She should have, like, she could have outsourced. (laughs) that would have been if lisa just popped up and was like darling she lights a match at the very end scene when claudia is like putting everything away you just see a match light and lisa's like do i have an answer for you you just see claudia like on the ground and staring up at like she's like on her like kneeling on the ground just staring at like the burning building and you just see lisa with jiggy just like smiling and petting Mm -hmm. jiggy at the end of the block. Mm-hmm. Darling, it. all it takes is a little match. Mm-hmm. One strike of a match and your whole life can change. Also, I said Claudia looks like Chloe Grace Moretz. She does. Oh, my God. She really does. And this scene right? is oddly cinematic. Like, it's so, like, dimly lit. I feel like nothing's yeah. ever dimly lit in reality TV anymore. Like, you always have the shine of a light attached to a camera and stuff so i was appreciative of like this like kind of <laughs> candlelit restaurant mm-hmm. vibe for sure this is, so episode Maggie, is true art everyone got to like make the art that they set out to make with the show they were like to the producers like okay you get one episode where you can like do, do your what you thing. want yeah and then they were like okay do do what you want sooner because mm-hmm. <laughs> um so maggie goes in for her trial run at the at the bernaducci mizel gallery and Oof. She immediately starts talking like a baby. Which is just like immediately you're not hired. If you ever yeah. do that to a potential employer that you're like the first day that you go in and they're like showing you stuff and you're like, you're done. You're never getting she, this job. The gallerist like direct the gallery director is named Marina and she says something and like anything she says to Maggie, Maggie literally is like, and she goes, okay, can you name two of our current shows that are happening that our gallery is putting up? And Maggie goes, no. And and she, Marina literally goes, ugh. Okay. <laughs> like she literally uggs. Yeah. 
Maggie's completely ineffective. Like so they, they are like, up. go in a drawer and find the car business cards and bring them out here, which is literally the easiest task that you could ever get. It's, and Maggie just can't do it. No. And she she's like, you see her rifling through stuff and she's like, oh, to the left. I, I, I don't know if it's this drawer or the one below. And she's like, it's really hard being in a new place. Like at Eli's, I have the lay of the land, but here I have to find everything. I'm like, that's a job. That's a new job. That's called yeah. having a new job. It's called open it, the drawers that he told you and just look <laughs> in them until you see what he told you is in there and then grab them and bring them out. It's not hard. And then uh, they have her go make a cup of coffee coffee for the head of the gallery. Mm. And Maggie's like, I don't know if I can do it. And, and Marina goes, you don't give up sugar. You can't give up. Marina is keeping it real. She also is like, is that Sia? Her wig. Yeah, never seen I know. Marina's eyes the entire time. Just like a Sia wig. Her bang was so... Her sw- bang is fully obscuring her vision. <laughs> I live for people so she's who like, just do- have a thick bang. It's like, how are you living mm-hmm. day-to-day life? <laughs> they just do. She's like, a car- she's like a caricature of just like a woman with a bang and like a pouty lip. Mm-hmm. So she takes, she's like, I'll go help you. Cause she's like, you know, and in this moment I was like, I would probably be nervous to make coffee. Cause I feel like I could fuck, I fuck up stuff like that. But she didn't even, she was like, Oh, I don't know. And Marina was like, okay, I'll help you. And then she, she tries to teach her how to make a cup of coffee and she just can't do it. No, she just like, can't do anything. And it's like, hun, you have way bigger fish to fry than like getting a job. Like you have to learn how to like, basically survive before you can yeah, really she, go into another space i think she's she should go back to pennsylvania yeah just to like reevaluate um but yeah marina kind of trolled her the whole time mm-hmm. marina's not impressed <laughs> no and the main guy is just like laughing uh, but he's not impressed either no they have like clients and he's like oh uh Maggie's going to help you out tonight. And, and Maggie's like, oh, what do I have to do? It's like, this is a client. Yeah, this isn't. And I was wondering, too, like, do you think that she filmed this knowing that she, like, didn't have this job, but just had to, like, film a scene pretending all this stuff? Or do you think this is actually how she approached this situation? I think it was I think it was a mix of both. I think she thought maybe I I actually think that she thought it was it was like a real trial and she just, I think she froze up with the cameras and just got like really self-conscious and like forgot what it was like to be treated with kindness and not like some disturbing, like psychosexual thing that she had with Eli. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she just clammed up and was like, I don't know how to make coffee. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And I also think that she's inept. Yeah. She just is like, I guess has not had any like workplace challenges. No. And no one knows like that's, you just have to, you just have to like try and like show that you're trying and like eventually you'll get it. And like everyone is a little inept when they start like in a new job or like at a workplace and they haven't worked really in the corporate world before or like in the gallery. You know what I mean? Like everyone's inept in the beginning. Yeah. You just make jokes and try and be like charming about it and then like write some notes down and then, just make people like you 
Yeah, but but I guess harder for some people. No, no, no. And then we go to the, like a blah scene with Carrie, Carrie and her dad. Carrie and her dad, like blah blah blah. She's mm, who cares? You know what I well, mean? Also, it was a little creepy. He's like he's he holds her arm up and he's like you're getting thin. Yeah. And I was like, okay, stop. I I got really creeped out. Yeah, I was just like, whatever. Like her storyline is like, I can't handle an internship and a job. What will I do? Whatever. Yeah, what a kind of a blah of a season for Carrie. Yeah, I mean, it's good. She's just like a normal human being, like that's like good at life. Yeah. So. Good for Angela, you. <laughs> good for you. You win. Angela and Chantal meet meet up at some random warehouse party. This was giving me like a rave vibe, except it wasn't very ravey. It was just like drinking in no, the dark. No, they were they were at like this some bar in Greenpoint, which has like some of these like underground. It's like they were at some like art collective thing in Greenpoint, and uh, Angela goes out with like a mission to Tattletale and Claudia. Yeah, Angela's blowing up Claudia's spot. At one point, also, Chantal's, like, wasted. It cuts her oh. drinking from a bottle of wine, and some Angela goes, you're drinking from the bottle, and <laughs> Chantal goes, I know, I have a drinking problem, and then laughs. I know. It's the three of them and Spencer, and they have their weird, like, threesome situation going on. Yeah, and Angela tells Chantal everything Claudia said, and Chantal starts crying. She goes, she goes, wow, I was really sick in hospital. In hospital. <laughs> in hospital. She goes, it's just. I was really like, sick in hospital. The Federation. The Federation. <laughs> 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 Lindsay would have gone. Lindsay, has, how many times has Lindsay said that? I was sick in hospital last night. <laughs> <clears throat> that was Lindsay's like when she had to like take a break on Herbie fully loaded. I was sick in hospital. Uh, Her first side of note, Lindsay's, Lindsay's dear friend, President Aragon, is like Trump's. Trump is like having him to the White House and has betrayed the Kurds in Syria. Oh my god! And is letting fucking Turkey like run through them, even though the Kurds have helped us with like ISIS and fighting. I think like fighting Assad and like have been amazing allies. So Lindsay, at like <laughs> Lindsay, glad she I'm was ready a for like for the Turkish government. He needs to make Lindsay like the ambassador to Turkey. Oh my god. If that would Trump be a wins full again, circle Lindsay moment. Be... He should put her mm-hmm. yeah, he should give her something. She deserves it. Wow. Oh, she's the also, ambassador to Mykonos. She is always and forever an ambassador to Mykonos. Side note, I've been doing a bunch of like ancestry.com like family tree shit. And I have traced back relatives of mine that were on my dad's side that are Germans from Russia. And a lot of their like origin place of birth is listed as the Federation. Oh my God. <laughs> you are so I literally, you are literally am born of the Federation. You're a daughter of the Federation. I'm a daughter of the Federation. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> The Federation. The Federation. <laughs> oh my god, I'm really happy for you. I'm. De- that's like why the Federation speaks to me so much is because I'm literally you from the it, Federation because it runs through your, it courses through it's your blood. In my blood. 
Wow. It courses so through your veins. Of what everyone's done in the Federation. <laughs> I'm so proud. I love how Lindsay's always so proud. I'm so proud, Patricia. What's her full name? Like Patricia Smith or something. <laughs> Patricia, like, yeah, Patricia Smith is the, the president of the Federation's wife. I love it. Um, so anyway, so Chantel starts crying and then she's like, Spencer, I want to go home. And then so he like takes her home and he's like, yeah. damn, I wanted to have a fuck angela <laughs> i know spencer does look really bummed and chantal because she's like fully like it's no sex tonight it's like a full cry yeah. fest, chantal uh-huh god he had already had to like wait in hospital with her now i know i know like he's had the shittiest trip to paris of his life and then now he's like having to just like take her back home also i was confused this episode of what season they were in because i think they were back from basel so it was nearing christmas and there were like christmas decorations up and everyone was bundled up and then there were some moments where they were like wearing no coats and it was like green and spring it was really weird (laughs) and also like uh maggie goes like surfing one last time or like her boyfriend and his friend go surfing and then later on it's like there's slush and it's like looks like a horrible new york winter day and so i was like they've definitely just like taken a lot of liberties with like the passage of time and just expecting us to like not notice <laughs> i know and that this time it did take me a while to notice but then i was like wait they were just in like shorts and a t-shirt I earlier i think they like took a break and then decided if they wanted to continue and then they were like all right we'll film it in like march yeah I th- or, or they something. either that or they filmed over like a six month period and this is what we got as like a result yeah um, Amy is job hunting and just sending out formal emails left and right. Best. She, and she, and Best she regards. narrates it. She's, she's typing. Best regards, Amy. Period. Space. She, she's Carrie Bradshaw. She is. She's literally, she's speaking out loud what she's typing. It's, I, it, I just love it. Um, so she sends off some emails and then. Meanwhile, Maggie goes to tell Eli, she's so confident how she did at Bernaducci Mizell, that she goes to Eli's gallery to, to tell him that she's done. Maybe forever. They have the most awkward conversation of all time. She got a blowout. Like, she, like, did her hair for this moment where uh-huh. she could, like, tell him that she's quitting, but still can't really get up, like, the confidence to do it in, like, a Samantha Jones sexy way. And he like yeah. immediately starts to like fuck with her. Yeah, he's trolling. also. I was, I was like, de- I was like attracted to him. I know he's kind of. I don't know why. He's hot. I was like really. I said I want. I wrote. I want to sit on his lap. Oh, I same. I feel weird? it. No, it's not okay. weird. I was down. <laughs> and then later on, at his at his gallery like party when he was just wearing that white shirt. Yeah, I was like, he was hot. Yeah, I was like, I get it. I fully am yeah. like Team Eli. Um, so she's kind of like she's literally twirling her hair and going, "Yeah, I went in for an interview and they love me." And they Eli's like, me. "Well, Great. they want to pay me." <laughs> and he's like, "Well, you know, lots of my interns have gone on to be employees, but that's okay. And you know, I wish you the best. And you know, I think, I think." He's he's really lucky to have you. And she's like, thanks. 
Meanwhile, she doesn't have a job. No, she doesn't have a job, and she's doing the worst thing you can possibly do in that scenario, which is like (laughs) pretending that you have the job that you don't know you have. You should never, ever, (laughs) ever do that. Ever. I just went to the interview, and they love me. They love me, and they want to pay me. (laughs) And she's like, she's like leaning. She's like leaning against his desk and she's like twirling her hair and he's like, okay. He's like, great. She's like, that's great. all you're going to say? He's like, yeah. He's like, great. You won't fuck anything up in my <laughs> Oh, God. It's awful. It was really bad. It, she did. She, no one, I mean. She's yeah, not taking I the power bad. back in this situation. No, she could have handled that. She could have done something to give herself a little more empowerment with this moment, but but you live and you learn. Yeah. Speaking of lack of empowerment, Chantal and Claudia meet to chat. Well, first, first, what happens? Well, first we see a glimpse at one of the sole customers of EOC this season. Oh my God. Yeah. She buys $238 worth of merch. I got, okay, I have to be honest, I got a little, like, ASMR in this moment, and I was, like, it felt like I was watching people, like, play store, and I was, like, this looks relaxing to, like, sit at a desk and, like, swipe a little card. Like, I was, mm-hmm. like, I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it did and look fun. So this woman comes in, and she, it looked like, like, I mean, obviously, a lot more goes into that, but I was just kind of, like, whoa. Just being like, do you want it sizes in two and four? Well, the dressing room's right over there. Thank you so much. You know, and yeah. like, so this woman comes in and buys like some shitty dresses. <laughs> and then Claudia like shows her the dressing room, which is literally like a shower curtain, like taped to the wall. Mm-hmm. And then she swipes her little card and puts her shit in like a old bag. <laughs> like, <laughs> And like swipes her little, and she's slow, slow as she swipes the card in the little like machine. <laughs> I was like, "What?" Yeah, I don't think Claudia. Just... Ever, I don't think she's ever done that. No, she's doing it for the first time ever. I think people were like, "Hey, how about I buy? I'll, I'll take this off you, and I'll, I'll pay you later. I'll just start a tab." And she was like, "Okay," and that's like primarily how they how they've gotten rid of all their inventory yeah i feel like claudia's like any sale that she's manned has like never actually gone through because she didn't like punch it in the system correctly so they've actually like lost Mm -hmm. money when she's been in the store or she would just (laughs) fuck it up purposely just to like get back at chantal and like be stressed Mm -hmm. um so finally she goes to meet chantal at her apartment and she's like nervous she's like i'm actually really I feel bad because I actually was like talking shit about her. Yeah. And and Chantal calls her on it and then Claudia denies it. Yeah. It was weird. So she goes to her, she opens the door and she's like, hi. And then she (laughs) leads her into the kitchen. She's like, let's go sit over here. And then they sit down and you're right. She just immediately is like, I didn't say that. I never, I would never say that. That's crazy. I would never, ever say that. And it's like, you literally just did on camera. It was one of the real housewives things like Ramona getting called out for like the table, like kerfuffle last season. Uh She's like, I didn't say that. And it's like, it's on camera that you said like table 61. Yeah. Whatever. 
I mean, literally any season, any reunion, Ramona, <laughs> just getting called out. Um, and then Chantal goes, maybe you're just not cut out for this work. But also right when Chantal says that, it's Paymon music. Like it's like uh-huh. organ drama music. <laughs> I need you to like edit. Yeah, that. the music in this episode was good. It was really good. Like everyone was brought their A game to the final episode. And then Claudia's rebuttal to Chantal, she goes, I feel like I am actually cut out for a lot of work. <laughs> Which is like okay. <laughs> good one. <laughs> cool. How and so? then Claudia goes, yeah, <laughs> elaborate on that. And then Claudia goes, I think we need to stop end of century and then figure out how to pay the debt back that we owe. Mm-hmm. And then Cla- and then Chantal goes, that shouldn't be the height of our worries right now. And I was like, mm, <laughs> um, it, it should. should. But like, I love that response. Yeah. Because Claudia also can't just be like, it's like she wants it. She wants to be done, but can't say like, she can't be direct with Chantal because she's like afraid of Chantal and Chantal knows that she has all the power in yeah. the situation. So it just ends up being like a delightfully sadistic conversation. Laura? Yeah. Can you hear me? Crystal clear ghoul. So yeah. So she's like, uh, <laughs> I just feel like this whole thing was Chantal just getting the last laugh. Yeah. Chantal's never been so happy. She's like, if you feel like you should leave, then you should definitely leave. Claudia's not getting what she wants, and Chantal's getting exactly what she wants, which is Claudia just being confused and, and like, muttering. Mm-hmm. And then cue the Paymon music. Exactly. And then, so then we cut to <laughs> this weird moment of, like, Maggie going to the beach with Ryan and Where Bobby. Do you think that she was supposed to be surfing in this scene, but then decided not to? Because I'm like, why the fuck would you go follow them and film them doing this thing? Because that's the person she does, I think. Yeah, Maggie just runs around on the beach squealing. She goes, Brian wants to go. She wants to go surf park. Starts getting called out. So I'm going to go with them and Bobby's gone. (laughs) And then you see them and they're just surfing and... She's just shrieking at seagulls and crabs. Yeah. She's like, who put also, all these shells on the beach? Did, do you think someone put, came out here and put them on the beach? Bitch, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> Did, we, Did she say that? Her. Yeah. She was like, how did all these shells get here? It was like, what are you actually <laughs> talking about? Yeah, I think she's, I think something's kind of wrong with her. Maggie is like the yellow wallpaper. I, <laughs> Honestly, like it's not. She is. She is. Oh fuck! What a reference. <laughs> I mean, that's her vibe. Yeah, so I'm like, she's some like turn of the screw shit. Yeah, she's um, like Victorian era. Had to get like the hysteria cure and is now fully like fucked up forever. Lobotomized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the sea. It's the seashore. It's literally the sea. The shells the ocean, come out from the sea. They're sea creatures that live in the sea. They come out on the sand. They have shells. Like, it's the beach. What are you missing here? Oh, uh, the shells come from. And then we see Ryan on the surfboard, and he actually has like, a very hot ass. Really? I was, like, too distracted by Maggie's, like, beach freakouts to, like, <laughs> pay attention to Ryan. Ryan and Bobby had both had like bubbly wetsuit butts. And I was like, 
I also wrote, it went from Christmas to fall. W- <laughs> yeah, it was really, it, we went back in time. We're now in Amy's time continuum. The time slip. So Amy gets one of her, like the only person to respond to her emails, her work that like blast she sent out, which is like, I totally relate to that because I used to do that. Mm-hmm. Where I would just send like 45 emails and be like on like media.com shit. Um, she gets a child day at Bernaducci Mizell. I know. So she celebrates by getting her thousandth blowout and gets a full, she gets the full comeback blowout. I thought her, I I was very, I wanted to get like her hairstylist relaxed me watching him do her hair. I felt, I felt very soothed. Yeah. It was nice for both of them because then I think her blowout, like <laughs> I think her blowout calmed down too, or they just like film that on a different day than the day she actually went into this gallery because her hair looked really different when she went in. So she goes in to the, to the office and she's just like, somehow a different person like she's in, she's wearing a blazer her black tights her little boobies and a black skirt she's like queen of the may of, of bernaducci yeah and she's killing it she says one of my favorite contemporary photorealistic <laughs> galleries is bernaducci Mizell. and i was like wait you know like about art and art terms yeah i was like what what <laughs> it was this like when l woods is like <laughs> Harmonia like Glockolade or whatever. Like it was like what? Yeah, Amy's uh, a star. She goes. I've worked at a lot of galleries: Macchiato, Cabriolet, Espresso. You name it, I got it. I just wrote that Amy. Amy is <laughs> trucking around with a notepad, and she looks like a detective. She literally is on the case. She is. <laughs> and um, everyone's really excited about her note-taking abilities, and like Maggie did such a bare minimum that now anything amy does is going to look spectacular by default and also they're like by the way we're going to take photos of you so she gets a photo shoot on her first day like her trial day she's just like and then they they offer her the job Mm -hmm. at the end of the with one of the like a leveler which was really the best it was amazing. It was like everything that Amy wanted she was getting. And I was I so here for it. It all came together when she decided to just live in the now. Yeah. And just be herself. And be like herself. reach in and find that, that Amy that no one was letting her be. But Bernaducci mm-hmm. Mizell let her be it. Yeah. I also love that her dad's like, you need to get a job. Like you have two weeks to find a job. And then she fi- she like gets this job and it's a huge success. And she works three days a week. She's working 24 hours a week. I know. <laughs> but like but that is think, a huge I think her success. dad was I think her dad was just like any sign that you're actually working will yeah. will do. It's a win. Um so then Maggie or Eli's having a party in his gallery and he's not wearing he's like very dressed down and he actually looks really hot again. Yeah. We're both like we would 10 10 fuck Eli. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's just like how it is. Um, Liz's so, boyfriend is gay. Was uh, the note that I wrote? Oh, right, Bobby's gay. Totally he's gay. Fully gay. Jane Holzer shows up. Who's she? Is that her son that she's with? Well, who's this child? I think it's her grandson. Okay. Liz was is like. like so, <laughs> Liz is like talking shit to this kid about. <laughs> she's like about so Maggie. crusty about Maggie and Ryan still that she ropes this child into her drama. 
Yeah, she is, she's like this kid. He's like he looks like Bruce Bogtrotter from Matilda, and she's just like he's wearing a little pea coat, and he's, he's very nine busy. years old. He's like, yeah, he's he's definitely like got a personality, and she just turns to him, and you just hear her go, "She's so annoying," and this kid just like looks at her, like, and then what are Liz you talking looks about. <laughs> she goes, "Look at Maggie and her disgusting boyfriend." This kid who like doesn't know who Maggie is. He doesn't like no nuance really yet. Like I love he's nine. <laughs> Liz will stop at nothing to rope anyone into like her hatred of Maggie and Ryan. Or just in general. I feel like she'll just, she does it to like everyone. Yeah. She like, did it to all the people class, in her art turn- class. Yeah. Yeah. She it's just, Liz's like, she'll world just anyone- and we're all just living in it. Yeah. We're all supporting characters in Liz's world. But this was thankfully the only time we saw her. So Maggie comes and... She, she Liz sees her and then Maggie immediately takes Ryan. She's like, let's leave Ryan. Let's go. <laughs> she goes, come on, boo boo. Also, Eli calls Ryan buddy when he sees Maggie. And I was just like, Oh, this is like bad. Oof. You got to get out of here. Hey buddy. So they, Hey buddy. Thanks for coming buddy. And I was like, Oof. abort. Maybe, maybe the smartest thing Maggie's done all season. They leave yeah. <laughs> before it gets weird. <laughs> Um, oh, but not before Amy, Maggie tells Maggie tells Angela that she has the job at Bernaducci Mizell. Right. Oh, so right, she hasn't right. even heard oh. that she has it. She's just like now telling people that it's happening. Yeah, she told Eli, she told Angela, and they're all like, "Wow, good for you." And then Amy shows up like fully with a job, an actual job at Bernaducci Mizell. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> in her moment. In- of like raw confidence eli approaches her and i was happy that they could have this like triumphant moment for amy's sake with like her crush eli where he's like hey uh-huh. how you doing what's what's up what's going on and she's like well i have a job i've got a job then and he goes oh that's great where at and she goes well bernaducci mizell and he's like oh so you're working with maggie and then she's like uh well and she wasn't trying to blow up her spot but like it, she just she couldn't lie yeah so she just she just blew up her spot. She was yeah. like, I don't I think I got the job. And you know that makes Eli like, so happy. Oh, for sure. He's like, she's coming back to my clutches. hmm Or she's just like so destroyed. Sick. No one can leave me and get away or with like, it. I think he's just I, I think he's just done. He, I feel like he's literally was like, Maggie, you're never gonna work here. Like, I don't think we should see each other anymore. And then she just showed up the day that gallery girl started filming and was like an intern at eli klein still yeah she's like i'm gonna just gonna come and do this and you're just gonna you know you're just just say i work here and and we're just gonna do a job together and and it'll be good and he's like okay he's like can you just fill the dog water like he's telling her all these things to like make her quit and she's just not picking up on it at all no so now everyone knows that Maggie's like fully lying. Yeah. Or just like sadly unaware of the fact that she's jobless. Yeah. <clears throat> so then Maggie gets summoned the next day to Bernadette Mizell. They should not have who like you don't call someone into your office to tell them that you're not hiring them. Oh, and by the way, when Amy got hired, they were like the girl that tried out before you, she just didn't cut it. She didn't have the attitude. So, like, they totally just, like, were, it was, like, God, poor Maggie. (laughs) Like, she just gets completely, like, she has the worst ending of anyone, I think, on the show. Yeah, she gets raked over the coals 
and like troll so they bring from her all in. sides. She takes the elevator up and she oh, the elevator doors open and she sees Amy just at the front desk. I love that like, confrontation oh. moment. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I just so like the uncomfortable they, nature of it. Yeah, and she's like, "Can I take your coat? Can I take your coat? Do you want your?" And Maggie's like, "No, it's fine." And then she goes to the Bernaducci and Marina, and they're just like, "It didn't seem like you really wanted to work." Yeah, um, he was like, "You seem uninterested in learning anything about the art world." And then Sia just sits there. You can't even see her facial expression because her bangs are so low on her face. Marina was trying not to laugh during this whole thing, by the way. <laughs> there is one point where she did. You saw like the whites of her eyes like roll back in her head. Yeah. So Maggie starts just sobbing. And Maggie's also her reaction to this is terrible where she just like starts just, crying and then whisper crying, which is the worst kind of crying you can do in a situation like this. A professional situation. She goes, it's just she not goes, true. She goes, it's just not true. It's not true. I, I don't think she goes, you're just really wrong. And they're like, uh, well, we, that's what we saw. So I don't know if we're wrong, but, but we, you know, we wish you well. And she's like, it's just, and she just cries for like, she stays there. It's like, they're waiting for her to get up and she just won't leave. Mm -hmm. And just keeps repeating. She continues to cry. True over and over. It's just not true. And then she, so then she finally gathers and she's like, okay, well, I'm going to leave. And then she leaves. And then she goes out and Amy, like, immediately goes to hug her. And then Amy, Maggie goes, they just, they were saying all these things about me that just weren't true. And Amy goes, I don't know how long I'm actually going to be here, Amy, Maggie. <laughs> she goes, are you here full, t- like, do you have this job? And she's like, uh, yeah, but I, I don't know if I actually, like, she's totally, like, lying again and, like people pleasing yeah like trying to make Maggie feel better that's it like it's just and then it's maggie has to uh, hail a cab and her like missoni for target rain boots and like oh my god there's boots the the saddest galoshes of all time the saddest galoshes and she calls ryan to like whine to him and the real star of this episode is mookie the miniature poodle i know that guy was he was like he's like say hi to my dog like, I love Hi. that guy. I feel like I could like really vibe with him. Oh yeah, he seemed he seemed like the the, the saddest part is that he probably was like the most easygoing boss. Yeah, and they had like a sweet a sweet gallery. Like he's clearly really successful, very sweet natured, and like probably would have been super understanding about limitations and like. And Maggie just couldn't seal the deal. It was really sad. I know she was like fully teed up to thrive and then just like bungled the whole thing. And I kind of was just like, this is what you get when you don't like, I try, don't try and don't deliver. I don't know. I was like, whatever is happening, there's like a disconnect and you just need to like go home and work it out and then like re-enter the art world space with like a renewed sense of self and life. It felt like a parody of like what boomers think millennials are like. Yeah. And like, like but it was like actually true. I know. Claudia and Maggie Which were like, it... probably the worst examples. And Liz, yeah. maybe. Because Claudia's like, I just think that things will work out if I put the paintings on the wall. And Maggie's like, I just think that I'll get the job if I like show up 
to wherever. And Liz, some... yeah. And Liz is just like, I'm an artist. <laughs> it's like, honey, you're not. Yeah. The montage at the She's end like, killed a... me, though. I know. Maggie, or no, Amy's like muttering to Mookie at the front desk of the gallery. <laughs> Carrie is like talking <laughs> to Sharon. <laughs> Yeah, they have like a quick. She's like, I, I, I have to stop doing art. She's like, I'm not gonna make money. And I mean, it was smart. And Sharon's like, I really appreciate your hard work, and I respect your decision. <laughs> and it just like fades out on their conversation because it's like they know the viewers <laughs> don't give a shit. It's just like I really want you. Then Angela's taking like pictures of people in front of like fucking food storefronts. Like she's just still doing the art that she's like done this whole time yeah. that hasn't God sold. Bless her. But she's like, maybe if I just make more bad photos, it will really like <laughs> c- things will work out. Quantity for me. over quality. And, and then, then Liz tries to call her dad, who just like won't answer the phone. <laughs> yeah. And then uh Claudia closes end of century. And then you just see Claudia sitting at a bar alone twirling her hair and drinking mm-hmm. red wine. And then the show is over. Forever. And it's, it's just over forever. So they're forever amber, like frozen in amber, just like doing the, those things forever. Like bad photos, talking to poodles, twirling hair, crying in a cab. Like End that's of century it. closed. Yeah. Maggie doesn't even get her final montage moment. No. Like it was just, like, just like her last scene. They were like, little, fine, we're done with her. It, yeah. I, I guess uh, there's almost like not even like, I mean, what a journey that was. The show was a lot different than I expected it to be, but I loved it. Yeah. you. What were you expecting? I think I was expecting them to be more heinous or like more drama and like bickering, but it was, it was like, it was pretty real. The show like yeah. it had, it felt like, and I think it just really, for me, it captured like a spear like a moment of new york in that era when like that was happening Mm -hmm. and i felt like because i was sort of there when that was happening and it just it kind of it it was a it was like kind of a not that i was in this world or like acting i mean i was a shit show in a lot of other ways um but it just it made me nostalgic for new york and being like in my 20s and like confused by everything yeah i get that too and like yeah, I think I think it is anyone. It just it's like it's such a it's such a I think it's one of the most like realistic depictions of like being 20 and like not trusting anyone and like having shitty friends and being like what am I doing? And like trying to hustle and being full of hope, but like your hustle's all wrong. And you're just like continuously crushed by like <laughs> capitalism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like the city like just being continuously like kicked in the teeth by new york and like having foolish delusions of grandeur and like making bad decisions and not thanking people enough mm-hmm. and like going to like basel for no reason but just because like spending money that you don't there. have yeah yeah being a follower and like actively being a follower and like being okay with it mm-hmm yeah, Playing wow. into FOMO cult- culture. Contagion. Going on weird dates. And, like, not giving the guy a chance. Oh, my God. Going on dates with and older guys like, and, like, saying a bunch of dumb shit. And then, like, 
<laughs> being yeah, like, I'll never talk to them again. Going on dates with like realizing that you like could have played that a little bit better. Exactly. And like being going on a date with like a really good person. And then, and then like you just saying like being like weirdly cagey with him and then him just like, being like, okay, I'm wasting my time. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. God. Well, I'm, I'm so grateful that we had this journey through the Monet skies of gallery girls. <laughs> Me too. And we will be back. Take my dying breath. I'm like. (coughs) Oh God, are you okay? Yeah. (coughs) It's it's the Chantal, the whooping cough. Gallery girls has literally killed me. (laughs) It's killing me too. We both got sick talking about gallery girls. We caught the truest contagion. We did Chantal, but we're gonna we're gonna we're we're everything's under wraps with are figuring out the process of what show we're going to do next. We'll be back with you guys for a new series of some amazing short-lived reality show very soon. Yes, we will be back and don't fret about it. Sorry. I'm like, you can follow me. (laughs) No, don't worry. You can follow me at ecario on Twitter and Instagram and you can follow Laura at Lars Marie and you should sign up for her Patreon for sex unique podcasts. If you haven't catch bonus episodes, there's a bonus episode coming up after this. (laughs) And tell us what you thought of Gallery Girls and listen (laughs) to this new this new episode when it comes out. (laughs) You really killed the game on that last entry. I don't know why I've like (laughs) deteriorated into truly the sickness of a lifetime. Don't worry. It's Paymon. (laughs) It's fully Paymon coming to collect my soul or souls. He's coming for me next. Um, Um, Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. We will be back. I'm fully dead. But I love you. Love and light. Love you, too. Love all of you. (laughs) Bye. Are you okay? (laughs) No. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money.